It's a case of murder and intrigue that has gripped Western Australia. Tonight, though, it remains unresolved. High-profile barrister Lloyd Rainey is now a free man after a judge found him not guilty of murdering his wife, Corin, five years ago. Outside court, he told reporters, it's a terrible tragedy that he still doesn't know who killed his wife. In a moment, I'll be speaking with our reporter, Jamie Freeston, in Perth. He's been covering the trial. First, though, here's his report on a case now with a lot more questions and answers. A triumphant Lloyd Rainey emerged from court into a massive media scrum. Surrounded by his legal team and his 15-year-old daughter by his side, the 50-year-old remained composed and in control. It's been five years since Sarah and Caitlin have been without their mum. After a three-month trial and two weeks of deliberations, he was acquitted of willful murder and manslaughter. For Corin Rainey's family, her sister and father, the verdict was a devastating blow, but they expressed their thanks to police investigators. And for their determination and perseverance over the last five years in seeking justice for Corin. Our gratitude and thanks also goes to Mr Aegis and the prosecution team for finally giving Corin a voice. Corin Rainey's body was found buried in a bush grave in Kings Park in central Perth five years ago. While police named her husband the prime and only suspect, he wasn't charged with her murder until more than three years later. Welcome to a deep, dark, dank, moist basement. Somewhere in the bowels of Georgia. We are doing a follow-up to our last case on Miss Corinne Rainey. We did receive the articles from our super-duper fan. Fanned. I can't talk. I can't talk no more. But Cody came through for us down in Australia. She was a great sport. Um, sent us a ton of articles and the questions to some of our answers about uh, the driver's license, the surveillance, and some other things that go on down there in Western Australia. So welcome back, Mr. Rob. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing this morning? Evening, afternoon. Whenever you're listening. Whenever you're listening to this. And if you're drinking, go ahead. Yeah. There's never a wrong time to do no, that. No, no. Unless you're in traffic. And, and still, if it's, I mean... If you're in rush hour traffic, you're not going to kill anybody. Or Skidmore, Missouri. Yes. Nobody's going to. Nobody's Nobody's looking at you. Nobody's going to ask a question. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, going back to Corin Rainey, for those of you that may have found this and not listened to the actual episode, please hit pause and go back and listen to the Corin Rainey episode because you need to understand how messed up this case is. Whole botched investigation. Yes. I mean, that's the biggest thing. And then Cody sent us a couple of articles one of which was there was a forensic expert in the media down down under that said that he was guilty of sin and was shouting it from the rooftops, and Mr. Rainey took offense to that and took his ass to jail, or jail, took his ass to court, and after two years, he was awarded a $2.5 million settlement for defamation of character. Now, you may be thinking, man, that's kind of low going after somebody. And that's what we thought. Yeah. But come to find out, 
This genius was at a was it a public hearing or yeah, forum? Was, yeah, he he was making a big spectacle. He was he was he's trying to get everybody to look at him and uh trying I guess he's trying to look like a big shot. Uh barking out, you know, all these all these uh things that he thought had went down. And yeah, at a public seminar on the investigation, this guy, Dr. Reynolds, was recorded saying there was no need for a cold case review because the offender offender was identified. And then he kept shouting over Lloyd's lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a dumbass. Dude. Yeah, that was stupid. I mean, and then um, the lawyer said she was extremely upset because he had a biased view of the case and he clearly inferred that Rainey was guilty of sin, even though he had just been found not guilty in the court system. And so they've got a picture of this idiot. His name's Dr. Reynolds. And the picture they found, I guess, maybe like right after the, the he's got, <laughs> he's been told. He's yeah. Cause sued. he looks like, well, shit. Yeah. He's like, maybe I should not have had that extra cup of coffee before I went to that seminar. <laughs> I mean, I just don't get it, man. I'm, well, if you go back and look at the whole case, you know, and again, if you hadn't listened to the episode, go back. Please go back and listen to it. But if you if you look at, I can't say he's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but you could have done it a little better. You could have been a little more had a little more couth about yourself. He states in a public forum, "I would state my kids' lives on the fact that your <laughs> client is guilty of sin." <laughs> But that, you have no evidence to back it up. But that means he was pretty sure on what he was, he was, what he was feeling. Hell, Ricky, I was high when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of mushrooms do y'all have down in Australia? Must be some good guns. Some good stuff. So, But yeah, I mean, I just... There's one thing to go and say, hey, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence. And allegedly, if we were on the jury, we would say this. But, I mean, you don't shout a lawyer no. down in a public forum. No, you, you're going to burn. Uh, they'll burn you for that. Even in the States, they will. But good God, man. It's just, I don't know. Now, we get into, we didn't really touch on the surveillance because we were kind of, we were not real sure on how that worked. And uh, Cody sent us a, a document, basically answering a couple of questions, and then she gave us her theory, which we'll save her theory till the end. But she says, yes, in Australia, they do have to carry their license with them when they drive. So that whole thing about her not having her purse or always leaving it at home, that's kind of shady. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah. And then for the surveillance question that we had, they have very strict surveillance laws. Yeah, they're super strict. And so it's not like here where I can record my conversation with Rob as long as I know I'm recording it. Right. Rob doesn't have to know. So right. down there, it I mean, it's it's pretty good. I mean, it says that the subject, a person shall not install, use, or maintain, or cause to be installed, used, or maintain an optical surveillance device to A, record visually or observe private activity to which that person is not a party of. So that's the biggest difference than in the state. Or to record visually a private activity to which that par- person is a party. Penalty for such is a $5,000 fine or 12 months or both. And if it's a, if you're observing. If you're a corporation, man, you really get it. 50 grand. That's a lot. That's a lot of smack em That's a lot. I would be jumping up in the court yelling at somebody's lawyer at that point. Like, what do you mean? No, yeah. And then the, it goes on to say that. Um, I think this says Article 9, maybe not. But anyway, it says prohibition, 
of publication or communication of private conversations subject to a person shall not knowingly publish or communicate a private conversation or a report or record of a private conversation or a record of a private activity that has come to the person's knowledge as a direct or indirect result of use of a listening device or an optical surveillance device. Same penalties apply. So he knew that he was breaking the law. Yeah. And everybody was like, he's poor, pitiful me down there. Well, I lost my law license. Well, dumbass, you knew what you was doing. Yeah. knew that that was illegal. But then you go back to that whole thing, too. Some people just feel like they're untouchable. Yeah, and like, you know, we kind of hypothesized maybe, you know, he did it and was like, well, I ain't going to tell nobody I did this. But my thing is, if you're not going to use it, go out there and destroy it. Yeah. And and like you, you know, he he comes across, and he may not be this way, and and I I apologize because I've been on both sides of this fence. Mm -hmm. I've been, you know, accused of things my... Unfortunately, there's people in my family have been accused of things. Nothing like major law breaking, but just some some not murder. Yeah, nitpicky <laughs> shit. Yeah, there's always two sides to the story. But he seems, from our standpoint, because we don't have anything with him talking other than suing people, he seems, from our standpoint, that he's kind of thinks his shit don't. Yeah, stink. he's he's uh he's pretty pompous. Yes. And he just looks at sometimes in some of the pictures. And I'm I, and I know people have resting asshole face. I do. He's a big fat C word. Yeah. It ends with an unt. <laughs> See you in Tahiti. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like probably put some people was kind of the forensic investigator probably did not like him because typically people know each other in that line of work. And that's why I think the, the forensic evidence investigator kind of went after him in the courtroom. You know what I mean? Or went after him, you know. He he took it. He was personal to him. Yeah. And he could have been friends with Corinne. We, didn't, we don't know. He could have been. Well, there's one article she sent. This was from August of 2012, and it said weeks before Corn was murdered, there was rumors circulating that her husband, Lloyd, was having an affair and had been paid $200,000 for a trial possibly involving Hancock prospecting. So there's your underlying motive there's your motive yeah that's exactly what i was thinking uh given evidence the western australian deputy chief magistrate elizabeth woods told the court on thursday which this is in 2012 that Ms. rainey came to her with concerns a week or two before her death she said they had a conversation in which she told Ms. rainey that she had heard some gossip that lloyd had been paid two hundred thousand dollars for a trial Ms. Woods said the only name she had was Hancock, which she passed on to Ms. Rainey. And then it goes on to tell that the court previously heard that Rainey had been working for Hancock Prospecting and had been on a working holiday to Bali with billionaire Gina Reinhardt and his wife four months before Corinne's, uh, or Corinne's death. And then in a statement taken two days before Ms. Rainey's body was found, Ms. Wood said she had known Ms. Rainey socially for five years and knew Rainey from her days working at the DPP. In the OPP or the DPP? You know me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Corinne is a very conservative person who enjoyed work, she said. She was always busy, but I never saw her depressed. She is a determined person. Ms. Woods said that Ms. Rainey told her that Rainey had opened up a bank account which she did not have access to and that the family had lost money because of his gambling. Mm. 
She was thinking of subpoenaing, subpoenaing, man, going early in the morning. That's, don't, dude, words, don't words don't form. I get you. <laughs> she was thinking of subpoenaing, subpoenaing <laughs> Lloyd's clients to find out now how much he was getting paid. Ms. Woods said she told Ms. Rainey there were rumors that Rainey was, quote, involved with a girl. She said she believed the couple were going to have a discussion about the relationship, which we did cover. Um, she, Corin, Corin or Corinne, however you want to say it, wanted to sort it out because of the children as well as a financial situation. She was, now she, this is strictly hearsay, but Ms. Woods says that she told her that she was planning on getting rid of Lloyd from the house. Oh, and, he was on his way out. Yeah. And he did not want to pay child support. No. And she wanted the house and she wanted the kids. And alimony. I'm, I'm not sure if alimony is a thing over in Australia. But with the, both of them making that, she could have probably gotten child support. It would have been hard. To, yeah. How are you going to justify Ma'am, you make $200,000 a year. Do you really need alimony? <laughs> yeah, I know. True. But anyway. But in the United States, they would say, yes. Yes, I do. And the judge would go, okay, fair and if enough, you don't, awarded. If you don't believe it, look at that Kelly Clarkson's going through. Her husband is Her, a piece of shit. He is, he is man. And that, she's having to give that cat something like $24,000 a month. Yes. What yes. the hell is up with people? But it, anyway, Ms. Wood states that she doesn't think that Corinne would just leave to get away from things as she is devoted to her children and she would want to leave with them if she was going to leave. Yeah. Again, you know, the biggest thing here is the how the police just bumbled it. If they had let the evidence lead them to Lloyd, it would have been one thing, but they zeroed in on him from the get-go and wouldn't take anything they wouldn't, else. They wouldn't hear anything else. Yeah. They 100%. That makes, that's another thing, too. How many people just didn't like this guy? That's there, yeah. There's, you know, Maybe he had he, rubbed a lot of people he, the wrong way. He seems sleazy. I mean, you know. We would call him Earl Shives here in the... <laughs> yeah. I mean, for what, for what we're reading and what we're, what we're taking in uh, on him, he seems like a very sketchy, sleazy... Um, the ladies like to throw around the word narcissist. Uh, maybe, maybe a lot of people just didn't like his ass. Yeah. And they were wanting to put him in jail. So, I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's very odd. Now getting into that Hancock, um, prospecting. That's the other thing. It says that they had gone to Bali together, um, on a privately chartered jet with one of the world's richest women, Gina Reinhardt. Mm -hmm. Lloyd was seen serving as a legal advisor to the company at the time. At the time, I can't obviously I can't <laughs> breathe. I can't talk. <laughs> What's going on over there? I don't know. Same thing that was going on with me earlier. So. It's, it's crazy. Um, she actually, no, I'm sure. I'm sorry. They had a live or stayed at the villa at the luxury luxury Bulgari resort in Bali's south. They were um, photographed on the plane. That's the big. Famous picture of them on the plane with Drinking that big bottle of champagne. wine. champagne. Is yeah. it wine? Yeah. And cheese plata. He was working on and had been working on civil and commercial matters for Hancock Prospecting since 2005. And he had done a substantial amount of work for the company. He said that while the Hancock staff and advisors worked in a big villa set up as a temporary boardroom, the partners would go off shopping and on other excursions. 
What's funny is he couldn't recall the fees that they were paying him at the time. Bullshit. Yeah, come on. I know every time somebody pays me. Now, there was um, in August of, I'm sorry, not in August, in the court proceedings, they did provide video footage showing Corinne uh, going to and from her boot scooting class. Mm-hmm. So that that is... That is, that's legit. Yeah. That happened. She is was seen wearing a black cowboy hat, white shirt and jeans, and appears, you know, not to have a care in the world. She done, uh, dances with a big group and... Um, she never felt like for one second she was in danger. No. Just another just day. another day at the park. Yep. And the court was told that the footage was shot at the class the day she... So that's the last known footage of her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just, she said that now the boot scooting teacher or the line dancing teacher, Glenn Dale, how do you make how do you, I bet that guy's from the States. I think he is. Yeah. If he's, he's not, he's an idiot. He's like, I'm going to move to Australia and teach him how to dance. I'm going to go over and show him how to boot scoot and buggy. I'm going to get down and turn around, throw myself around. <laughs> <laughs> stick it in and stick it out. <laughs> Oops, wrong song. That's a wrong song. <laughs> wrong website. I think about Ronnie Carrington when he said I had to go get a prostate exam. I looked down, there was a little Chinese lady. I was like, damn, wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, the instructor was saying that she put a lot of time and effort into her dancing. And like anything, I think a lot of those people who are very professional – when they do something, they do it 110%. Yeah, top A personality. Yeah. Everything is 100%. Yeah, and so she wanted to she wanted to look good and do what the dance entailed, and she didn't want to look like an idiot out there. So, Did you take his his report and in in how they talked to him, how he talked about her? Did you take that as they were trying to angle something there? They were, and I think they that's how his... Um, but any good defense lawyer would have done that. Oh, of course. But yeah, they were they were totally they were trying right to trying show. To, they yeah. were trying to tie them together somehow. Yeah, but um, they even the he was teaching the mattress mambo <laughs> and boot scooting. They now the just the trial judge made Mr. Dale get up and give a demonstration of moves that they no. did called the buttermilk and the twinkle. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a murder trial, but how could you hold it together when that's going on? I don't know, but I think about that damn Bugs Bunny thing where it's like in the holler and they got them two guys. And he goes, take your partner round and round. <laughs> and he dances them off the cliff. And everybody's just staring at him like he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and they're like, did she paid money to do this? What the hell's wrong with her? Oh, That's what it was. I think he was jealous that he couldn't dance. Now, one he's thing. Like, yeah. I can't. I got two left feet in this out there just I ain't wearing cowboy boots. Look at me. I look stupid. <laughs> now, Dale. Yeah, in a three-piece suit and cowboy boots. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> now, you wouldn't if you wore a bolo tie. <laughs> Where do I get a bolo tie? And a Stetson. I think they probably did in the boot scooting class. Like in, in like martial arts, you get black you get belt ranking. <laughs> you get, that you would make it even better. <laughs> you get bolo ties if you can. And they're different colors. Different colors. <laughs> right. Jade for your white belt. <laughs> Silver for no, your quartz. brown quartz is your white man. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the same colors. Oh Jesus, uh, what's up? The blue one, the turquoise is your yeah. like black belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell, I got my turquoise bolo today. <laughs> I can, I can shit kick with the best of them. 
I can open two beer bottles with my boots. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's too good, man. <laughs> I'm crying over here. All right, so getting back to it. Mr. Dale did tell the court, however, that the scuff marks found on Corinne's boots could not have been made at dance class. They were not consistent with marks that be left at a dance class. He said it looks like something that was pulled across a rough structure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's got to be from the States. Yeah. And so um, now the, the judge ordered that footage of her not to be released to the public because he felt like the family could find it distressing. Now, one thing I did see after uh, we recorded was, you know, right or wrong, the kids are standing behind Dad. They are. Like, stern, they're staunch in their position. With yeah, them. and they have told p- reporters to basically go piss Fag off. off yeah. mate. Go jack one in the corner there, you coot. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I don't understand was uh, they're saying that, well, I apologize. I keep getting it backwards. They're saying she didn't have a coat on. I'm like, well, hell, it was August, but in August down there, it's cold. Yeah. So that was a big deal. I'm glad you said that because when I read that, I was thinking, why does she have it? It's fucking hot as hell out here. It's August. Jesus, she ain't carrying it. But, oh, man, yeah, never oh, mind. Never mind. Other side of the world. Yep. <laughs> but basically, it, it, they said that the nights were getting colder down there, and so they expected her to have one, but, you know, they didn't, they didn't find one. But somebody had said that she was wearing one, which she took off when she entered the dance class. So she may have just left it there. I, because I don't remember a coat being in the evidence, but it may have been. I mean, we talked about so much. But we I didn't mean, get, we really didn't get a good look at any kind of evidence or stuff they had. It was kind of just... That would have been a hell of a trial to see on court TV. Wouldn't it have been, yeah. And there may be... Like, there could be yeah. some snippets somewhere. So now we get into Cody's other theories, and we will kind of give our theory back again. But Cody had a good thing. She said that she thought that Lloyd has some pretty dodgy business work dealings with mm-hmm. Reinhardt. We agree now mm-hmm. after yep. we read that. Sure. There's a lot of motivation there. Makes a lot of sense. Because if I can't remember what they're paying me. If you're about to go through a divorce, she's going to get half. And you're not divulging what kind of money you got Mm-mm. if you know you're getting, yeah. And Western Australia is a hub for coal mining in Australia since 2007. So basically, they've that's what that company's doing. They're making killing. So much money was being made over there, it was ridiculous how wealthy these mine owners were. Gina had been mentioned a lot in the media during that time, too. So she owned the mines. He was making sure they couldn't get civilly taken to court, I guarantee you, for environmental stuff or land grabs or whatever. So she was paying him well to keep her ass out of jail. Right. And then... Because you know everything was uh, legit across the board. Oh, yeah. It was... Every I was dotted. <laughs> winky, winky. <laughs> she agrees with us, though. She thinks that Lloyd had this hired out. You hired out for murder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, too. And statistics, uh, God almighty, my tongue is broke. I'm going to Walmart, get me a new one. Put the needle on the record. <laughs> Statistically, <laughs> what are the odds that a powerful... I'm, you can read it if you want to, because obviously I can't fucking talk. Go ahead, you're good. <laughs> You're good. Statistically, what are the odds that a powerful lawyer with important connections is going to have a very expensive divorce, has been secretly recording his wife illegally, and then she gets randomly murdered? If, and if, let's go back to the to the um, real quick to the boot scooting class or whatever. And everybody said she seemed normal, and uh, I think she was happy to get away from this guy. Oh yeah. Well, she, think about it though. She had a 
at the time, the oldest one was what, 13, 13. or 14? And so the younger one was nine, yep. I think. I'm not saying I love my kid to death. Sure. But between them two ages, if mama could go somewhere for an hour to save her sanity, why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah, and it sounds like she kind of like, this was kind of a hobby that she really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And so why not? You know, it's a brain break. and She's trying to get that damn turquoise bolo. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she doesn't got her quartz. <laughs> I wonder, uh, if they I wonder if they ever dance, dance fight. Off. A dance fight in one of those. That would have been funny. would have been great. Shit. <laughs> We're going to start taking Western line dancing. Just loose. <laughs> I'm going to get mad and rage dance in a warehouse when we leave here. With a BW. <laughs> Chicken shit yellow. <laughs> I was going to put on a, a wife, wife beater, beater and some jeans. And some jeans and down a few cheap beers and <laughs> drive start, you chapter. start punching in the air, <laughs> rolling across the hood of my car. You got to do your gymnastic moves on uh, the, the on the boards, but the chalk comes off of it. The like, chalk comes <laughs> off of it. Yeah, well, it was dust. It, it was, was white dust. dust. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It's just a dusty old building. Hell, I want to dance. Non-believers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree with uh, Cody. We kind of echoed it in the first part of this. He's making. There's no telling what they're paying him. I would say millions, easy. He's got his regular salary where I think they were both making half a million a year. Mm -hmm. He's in gambling. He's got gambling problems. Mm -hmm. He's in gambling debt. He's had an affair. She's going to get what she asked for. He's illegally surveilled her. Mm -hmm. And what we didn't touch on was they found his ass guilty. I mean, it was kind of cut and dry after we read those laws. I mean, yeah, you're disbarred. That's what we call it here in the States, but they took his practicing license away from him. What what we say in the States is she had him really tight by his short and curlies. Yes, she did. He was not coming out of that courtroom uh, in a divorce. Uh, he was he's going to lose. Yeah, she had him hemmed. In the States, adulterers, if you can prove it in court law, uh, they lose. The adulterer gets punished. So I think she probably had enough to to continue living extremely comfortable and uh, well, I mean, possibly access this other uh, side job he's got, and she would have been wealthy, like super wealthy. And the thing is, it seems like that she had started doing her due diligence, and she was a lawyer by trade, so she all she needed was for someone to tell her, hey, man, we think he's stepping out with so-and-so. Oh, you think it's so-and-so? And then she and, can do her own investigation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's got her own people. Yeah. That's why I think that when she went she went missing and everybody knew everybody knew how what a shitty person he was there was no other way no other way to look at it other than he was he if he did not have it done I mean if he didn't do it himself he had it done and they probably all knew he wasn't man enough to do it himself yeah he yeah and, and here's my thing I understand as the kids um want to back their dad cuz that's all they've got sure. left but the older you get, if you start looking into... Putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah. I mean, he's gone for 18 months, and we made a huge deal out of that. And they were young. He could have missed two birthdays of theirs. He's got a gambling problem. He's making money that may or may not be legit. Mm -hmm. um, he's doing some shady shit. I wonder if they ever checked any of his offshore bank accounts. Probably not. I wouldn't think so. Man. I mean, that would have been all over. Yeah. But then he stepped out on your mom... And then just so happens they're going to have a talk or a discussion that night where, about... Where she disappears and, and is found murdered. Yeah, and I mean, she doesn't on. make it home. Come on. Yeah, in the States, that's called a lot of circumstantial evidence, <laughs> and it may not go to court, but uh, her family could have took him to civil court mm -hmm. and won. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he would have been paying them the rest like of his the life. Go- like the Goldmans did, uh, OJ. Yeah, OJ. So, yeah, I just, you know, I mean, thank you again, Cody. Hopefully we can get you some kind of, some swag down there yeah, to yeah. Australia. If, uh, if, if you can get us your information, I will also send you a sticker and a T-shirt from Cigar Store Idiots podcast as well. It may cost us more than this studio's worth to get it to you. But it would be it cool be worth for it. you to have it. Yes. <laughs> it is very worth our expenditure to get you this. And we know that you are locked down with two small children. Mm-hmm. We pray for you daily. <laughs> we will send you some bubblegum juice. <laughs> yes. Free bubblegum juice, Benadryl. kids. Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we trafficking drugs at that point? No, it's that over okay? the counter. Okay, okay. All right, they got grape-flavored bubblegum juice now. Yeah, they do. We just had bubblegum juice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't have a beer of the day because it's, uh, it's just barely 10 a.m., but if you're listening to this in the evening, crack you open one of your favorites and uh, go listen to Cigar Store Idiots. We just did a three-part on Skidmore, Missouri, and so I'm going to cross-promote that on our... Uh, social media pages, and we're going to take this uh, Labor Day weekend off, and I hope everyone's safe and enjoys a long weekend. And Rob, I can't thank you enough for helping us out. Oh, man, thank you for having me. I enjoy it. And uh, again, I can't thank Cody enough. She is our web internet sleuth from down under. She's a rock star. Yes, and if she ever makes it to the States... And you didn't, and you somehow made it to Florida. We would drive to Florida. We don't recommend you come to Georgia, but you know, we're not we're not afraid to drive. Just research what part of Florida you want to stay in. Yeah, because, and don't give your significant other a wet willy in the car because that get is a misdemeanor uh, battery assault. charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, if you think we're lying, and watch out for sixty year old men with roach spray and yeah. nunchucks. Nunchucks. <laughs> Those are just a couple. Of things you need to watch out for. Yeah, that's why you guys should listen to Cigar Story Idiots when you get bored. We do a uh, What the Florida segment, and uh, yeah, Florida's dangerous. Very, very dangerous. We're not talking about alligators either. No. <laughs> We're not talking about the cougars that walk on all fours. But some of them still, though, might. <laughs> Depends on how much you had to drink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, deuces. We out. Later.